Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The world has gotten even stranger than you already know. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. Take that off. What are you? Genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. The people in this room, which one is A, wearing a spangly outfit, and B, not a fuse? You people are so petty. Sir, please put down the spear. Simply marvelous. Hello, welcome to Simply Marvelous. My name is Kyron Wheatley. I am Reese Nicholson. I'm Georgia Mooney, and today we're talking about Iron Man. Iron Man, Iron, Iron Man, Man, Iron Man. <laughs> Better than my theme song. No one's allowed to talk, is that it? You can't talk? No, you intimidate them. Good God, you're a woman. <laughs> is it better to be feared or respected? And I say, is it too much to ask for both? What are you building, stock? What happened over there? I have my eyes open. I want to protect the people. I put in harm's way. Yeah, I can fly. What's going on here? Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. There's been speculation that I'm parading around as a superhero. I'm just not the, the hero type, clearly. So it's a very explosive start to the trailer, a very explosive start to the movie opening on ACDC there. You know, when um, Taika Waititi always talks about the way he... He's always talking about this. He's always talking about the way he pitched Thor Ragnarok as being like, oh, I took... Uh, footage from Marvel movies and set it to a cool tune and they were like wow this is a new 
new thing. And then, but I was thinking, oh, that is cool. And then I went back and watched Iron Man because I'd never seen Iron Man before. And it bloody starts with ACDC and it's exactly the same. It's that sort of cool old rock sound to those sorts of images. I have no idea how you didn't see Iron Man. Like, but I guess that's, there is two years difference between us and that is the difference. You were 20 and I was 18. Did you and see Iron Man when it first came out, Georgia? No, nah, I was still into rom-coms at that point. <laughs> is it not a rom-com? Is this not a man <laughs> who wants to be in metal as much as possible? Mm, there's not even one kissing scene, which automatically <laughs> earns a low score in my books, but that's okay. We'll push on. <laughs> We'll push on with at least 10 more movies. <laughs> How many are there again? Uh, there's 100. 20 years worth. Okay. So we'll wait, this is the first one. Um, there's 12 years. So there's, and then, well, how many? I mean, we should have done the research. We should have checked this before we decided to do a 12 <laughs> year old recap podcast. Yeah. Before we committed, but we've got a lot of time to kill. Shall we start yeah. with what this is about? Reese, do you know what Iron Man's about? Iron Man, this is what I've gathered from watching it. Like anyone who grew up with money, Tony Stark seems like a bit of a dick. (laughs) Then some racially insensitive archetypes kidnap him because they want him to have a crafternoon in a cave with some explosives. (laughs) He gets out with a new lease on life, but oops, look out. He's Jeff Bridges dressed as a classy Amish man and he's going to fuck everything up. As my grandma always says, never trust a bald man with a beard. It's unsettling. It sure is. It really, like, it's it does. It looks reversed. And uh, they have a fight. A Marvel, man's face is upside down. There's a Marvel <laughs> movie favorite, which is a little man inside a big machine. They love doing yep. that. There's always oh, yeah. a point in like four of these movies where uh, someone's laying on the ground all hurt, and the front of the machine opens, <laughs> and like, you thought you could break me, didn't you? Boom, boom. <laughs> But little do they know, someone who seemed much weaker from earlier on in the movie has gotten stronger somehow. This is something I've noticed when really thinking about how to, how to recap this. Is mm. it meant to be a Wizard of Oz reference or am I just very gay? Like he's a tin Whoa, who needs because he a needs heart. a heart? Oh. Wow. Oh, no, you're That's a stretch, gay. but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our new ongoing segment. Reese In what way is this Marvel movie like The Wizard of Oz? <laughs> hey. But there must have been some chat about that on set. Like, is this some sort of heart thing? Because she, uh, Pepper Potts, the only woman in this movie, I think, that gets to talk or say anything intelligent, at least, yeah. without being like, ma, 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 ma. Like, every other woman in this movie seems to be... Doesn't pass the Bechdel test, does no. it? No. Oh, God, there's some immediate 2008 uh, objectification of women. Yeah. <laughs> from the get-go. It really from the absolute get-go. With it, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, when they're in the car at the start uh, and everything's awesome and wicked and we're still in the how great is being mm. rich, and then he turns to one of the army officers and just is... Oh, you're a woman. Yeah. Yeah. That's the joke. Calls their sweetheart. When he sleeps with that reporter lady, um, they make a point to make sure she is confused by how the window works. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then he doesn't even talk to her in the morning. No. And makes, like, the the other woman has to do it and then they have a fight and, yeah, so it's classic stuff, pitting yeah. the ladies against each other. It's almost an exact fail of the Bechdel test. Yeah. <laughs> It's where the test came from. I mean, in another universe, Tony Stark is Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, he's just a millionaire traveling the world oh, with, a, with a woman who does whatever he pleases and picks up his dry cleaning. 
There are some key differences, aren't there? <laughs> Despite all of what you have just said, I still found myself slightly attracted to him, <laughs> which I'm ashamed of. Um, but the definitely, I was the same amount attracted to him as I was repelled by the sunglasses and the moustache because they are foul. I mean, they're foul. It's the beard that's most it's incredible. The beard that where the beard like comes back on the wrong angle, like <laughs> fires back towards his ear. It's similar to you like know, he another- shaves that every morning. Like he's all cool <laughs> and like a legend and full of money and everything. And then every morning he's there. In front of the mirror, mm. just quietly shaving mm. in arrows that face back to his ears. He's the he's the Craig David of our time, mm. <laughs> which is two thousand. He's the Craig David of Craig David's time. Yeah, exactly. wasn't Craig David there? No, Craig David was well before Craig David was. I remember watching Craig David videos when I was um, ice skating for school sport. And we discover again, Reese is so gay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, I want to, because we're establishing, and look, I'll be honest, I've seen some Marvel movies, but not all, so I'm definitely the biggest novice here. But Mm -hmm. um, so the origin story, okay, so how much of the Avengers, you know, is it all, are they all scientific mistakes or are there elements of magic? Because his origin story to me is like there's there's a metal thing put into his chest as you mentioned, like in a afternoon by a guy who is for some reason willing to sacrifice his life for him immediately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. And they're in a tiny cave which is filthy and far too dark for surgery. But nevertheless, he's like put a metal thing where his heart should be that is somehow keeping these bits of shrapnel from yeah. going into his heart and killing him. Yeah, Think magnet. of the infection as well. Yeah. yeah. He's not in scrubs. It's a nightmare. Well, he's, he's an the, absolute nightmare. He's the, I guess, the Batman of the Marvel Universe, right? Like there's so, the DC also have all these like magical things and like experiments and stuff. And then there's always just like a rich cunt mm. who just, <laughs> um, I don't know what kind of language warning we're putting on this podcast. Um, <laughs> You've established it. But there's always just like a guy whose thing is, I've got a billion dollars and I'm going to build some stuff. I am merely a yeah. man. There's just like smart, rich guy. Yeah. And he is, he is that. But then I quite guess. often Bruce Wayne, I mean, this is for another podcast that we haven't started or thought of yet. Uh, <laughs> that, um, Don't talk about Batman. Bruce Wayne isn't <laughs> smart. He's got a butler. Anyways, whatever. He's rich and he's got a deep voice. So hey, what else? That'll get you a long That's way. That's what I want. That's for our other podcast, <laughs> Me and DC. <laughs> <laughs> DPDC, double, P- I don't know. <laughs> the other thing about this movie is that, and you know, it's lucky that I'm a fan of this, but it seems to be almost, I would say, 85% just like swishing around blueprints to different devices with the flick of a wrist. It's very minority. And a report, lot of beeping Which I think was, came <laughs> just, out a similar time. Everyone was very big on computers in the sky. Yeah. So much. Swiping things. Everyone's swiping. A lot of like dental talk. Some 316 with a 2.5 capacity. Just a lot of doesn't make any sense, but oh, just a, lot of jargon. a page yeah. of dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got to get to 80 pages, don't you? Well, you've got to, yeah. you've got to confuse the woman in the scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she can't open the door. <laughs> I would say, though, funny, because we started with the idea of this podcast being we're going to rewatch them all, and we've watched a or couple. Watch for the first time in my case. Yeah. Like, I haven't watched a lot of them in a long time, and it's interesting to see the first few forgetting how basic 
they are. Like Marvel is so sleek now and so smart and so like even to woven. But the first few were just like action movies. Like there's mm. no, they're funny and they're really interested. Like it's it you know it's definitely got a different vibe to the other. Yeah, I think like the the newer ones can rely on that fan base and that return customer, and they can be a bit more fanny. Whereas this had to sort of grab at everything. It had to be like an action movie, yeah, with a cool hero that the boys would like, and have a you know pull up stripper pole on a plane, for example. A lot of demonstrations of guns, yeah, that kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah, a lot of explosions <laughs> and look what I can do with the click of my fingers and a lot of men, yeah. a lot of boys in seats going, oh, I wish I could click my fingers and blow a thing. <laughs> yeah, and I can do it when I'm not even looking at yeah. it. It's happening behind me. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I've calculated the exact distance that I have to be away to it just to get a little bit of breeze. <laughs> yeah. I would say, though, that those types of – it's the only reason I would ever want to be in show business is to be the type of person – and usually it's a villain role – but, you are in show business, by the way. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, <laughs> I don't mean Australian show business. All oh, right. I mean, show business. Real, uh, real oh, show, real show business. business, too. Not a... <laughs> I think I'm going to walk on a roll in Blue Healers. Um, <laughs> what's that? What happened to Blue... Oh, bad news. Um, <laughs> you can also check it on my Blue Healers recap podcast. Um, <laughs> That'd be great. Let's do that as well. Blue Healers are water rats. Oh, yeah. That J guys. Anyways, there's that scene that happens in a lot of movies where a man in a nice suit in the middle of the desert is standing in front of a bunch of generals and he looks, turns around and says, gentlemen, this is the future of modern warfare. And he goes, bang, 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 bang. Yep. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's all I want in my life is to be able to do that at some point. You want point. to be that guy. I want to be movie. that guy who finds out, like he seems really uh, kind of uh, pristine and then later on he smashes the fuck out of someone's head. I want to be the bully guy standing in the studio going pop 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 bang 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 pop 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 bang 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 The sound designer is having a field day. The other thing that I realized about myself while watching this movie is that all a robot needs in order for me to trust it implicitly is a sexy British accent. Is that Paul Bettany's voice? It is. Okay, got it. There was so Reese is like, what ways in this movie? What ways is this movie like The Wizard of Oz? And you're like. <laughs> what ways is this movie Pride and Prejudice? Yep. Yeah. There's no one watching Iron Man. No one. <laughs> uh, he, I was reading about this, he filmed all, so Jarvis is the, which is a reference to his father's butler, Jarvis, who raised him. And when he died, he made the, and it stands for um, just actually rather, intel- like, yeah, it's like a, Oh, yep. It's an acronym. Yeah. Um, yep. Um, Paul, it's an acrostic Paul did all of his recording. It took him two hours to do all of it. <laughs> wow. I wonder what he get paid. Like, apparently shitloads. Like, he said he felt really bad. Just a rather very intelligent system. Just a rather very intelligent system. <laughs> um, and, yeah, apparently he got paid shitloads just to do it. And I don't think there was a plan yet that he would become, well, further down the line, what he becomes. Um, I feel like I was treating that like it's a spoiler. The movie movie that I'm talking about still came out 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, (laughs) This is going to be full of spoilers. He becomes Vision. And so it's another kind of five years or whatever before he even makes an appearance physically. Like he must have been a bit, I'd be a bit annoyed. I'd be like, I do two hours every couple of years and I get given a shit, like a bucket of cash. And now I've got to turn up and and zero to a hundred. Now he's got a full head prosthetic on. Yeah. Fuck. 
That's all of them though, right? Yeah. In the end, they all just come in and do like a few weeks or whatever it is, unless you're like the star. Mm. I mean, I'd be stoked with a lot of money for a couple of hours of voiceover. Yeah. 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 Imagine if we were getting paid for this. I'm sure. Are you, are you not reckon... being paid for this? <laughs> Actors must in their circles. It's like you, you'd be like, oh, I got a character. I got a comic character now. Everyone be like, oh, fuck, I want a comic character. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that just bankroll your whole life. Unless you're Eric Banner. Oh, yeah, I do feel sad for the people. Isn't there someone in this movie who didn't get to return in Iron Man 2, just recast? Oh, yeah, um, Terrence Howard. He got replaced and he apparently found yes. out, like, when the movie was coming out. Like, what a day. Oh. That's a shit day. Like Iron Man 2? Yeah. <laughs> like, we are sorry. It's Don Cheadle now. So he's... He knows Iron Man 2 is being made. He's assuming that War Machine isn't in the movie. And mm. then he goes along to see it and sees Don Cheadle in his role. Yeah. Oof. And he's still waiting for Hustle and Flow 2. <laughs> Aren't we all? Um, I think that Pepper, the lady, the yeah. only lady, would yeah. have an easier time escaping from bad guys if she wasn't in a pencil skirt and Absolutely. stilettos. Absolutely. Which is the curse of the lady. Yeah. <laughs> in many a film. To be She's just waddling away. It's <laughs> <laughs> so hard for her. Even when she's oh, like well. sneaking in to do some hacking, which they really, <laughs> that scene went for about four hours, I yeah. think. Yeah. So much of the movie hinged on her covering that USB with a bit of newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I always, I love seeing in movies, um, the uh because obviously you know they can't use apple or windows so they invent this uh operating (laughs) system that looks like the most frustrating thing to use Mm. like all movies all action movies are like wait what's happening there's too many windows open what's going on (laughs) (laughs) that's so true there's always 48 dialogue boxes or whatever they are it's like man clean up your desktop what's happening (laughs) And this is his work computer, not even his personal computer. This, like, yeah. your personal one gets all messy. The work one, that is a place of work and uh, <laughs> hiding, I suspect, uh, military hiding. secrets. Da-da. It seemed to play quite fast and loose with military secrets. Like, you know, there's, there's that scene where there's the intelligence officer. He, he takes a phone call. He's, he's in the, like, American Security Center and he's ta- he takes a yeah, phone yep. call from Iron Man. On a Motorola. Yeah. <laughs> in the intelligence. Love, love a flip phone. Controlling, mm. controlling American military. And he mm. takes a phone call on a Motorola. Just speaks loudly in an open office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and sort of like just walks away for a second. And then based on the information given to him by some billionaire, <laughs> changes the course yeah. of American military policy. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you bring up the taking a call yeah. in an open sure. office. Um, like, if one of you took a call right now, mm. I'd be like, it's a bit rude. Yeah. <laughs> Let a, like, and we're doing a, I'll bring it up again, a decades-long recap podcast. <laughs> um, he's in a bunker and taking a call and no one's like, whoa, mate. Yeah. <laughs> also, how is he getting reception? He's yeah, exactly. astonishing. He's Motorola's. <laughs> That's amazing. People are going to be listening to this thinking like, yeah, there's also a man made out of metal. So, mm. Mm. I do love that, like, when the armour builds on its own. That is cool. And I imagine <laughs> I imagine yeah. our dog Hopkins having a little dog iron suit 
that builds up around her where when, when shit gets real at the park, she can like hit her chest or something. Yeah. And then it just goes, <laughs> and then she's like a little iron dog. And today's episode is sponsored wow. by our drug dealer. <laughs> and then she just flamethrowers the bejesus out of all the other dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And they're dead. They're dead now. They're dead dogs. What, like, Georgia, what were, yeah, were there, what were the, like the big things that you kind of noticed, do you think, in the movie? Well, I think Gwyneth looks quite nice as a ginger. Yes. Mm. That was one. Because <laughs> in her life she's sort of got, she's got pepper pots and she's got goop. Yeah. 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 That's her life. <laughs> An apple. Pepper and goop. An apple. It sounds, that's, that's a shopping list. But I, need, I need pepper. I need pots. I need goop and I need apples. Maybe I should have said in her work life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's also got love and affection. And <laughs> Well, the, one of my favourite clips on the internet from last year was her not knowing she's in Spider-Man. Like, what? It clearly went viral. She was on Jon Favreau's cooking show. They were talking, like, she just goes into Which is a shame, bits. isn't it? Yeah. You can you can run, own, start the Marvel Cinematic Universe and you still end up with a cooking show. Yeah. Uh, John Favreau. But so she was on that cooking show. She was on that cooking show and she just kind of went like, they were talking about Bat- uh, Spider-Man and she went like, what? And he's like, yeah, when you were in Spider-Man. She's like, I was, I've never been in a Spider-Man movie. He's like, yeah, remember when we filmed like six months ago? That was for Spider-Man. Wow. She's got a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> But like at the end, the big and it becomes a big thing in the Marvel universe of him saying, "I'm Iron Man." Like you know, it's it's kind of the cli- It's the it is the climax of those first few phases yeah. at the end of Endgame. Mm. I um, wanted everyone mm. to stand up. No, I am Iron Man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, no, you are. Cl- <laughs> I am Iron. Man. You are clearly the Hulk. You are clearly. I'm the Hulk. Slim Shady. <laughs> <laughs> the worst superhero. <laughs> Can't even get people to stand up. He just talks. <laughs> he just talks fast and covered in spaghetti. Oh, yucky! Yeah, he can make you vomit. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, listen. And it's like the big I'm Iron Man. The big cross he has to bear is to come out as Iron Man. Yeah, like that's his coming out moment. Yeah, he didn't. His parents aren't crying about that. Yeah. <laughs> One step away from Astro Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Ned Keller's two point oh. All right. Well, let's before we hear our reviews, um, let's drop into some reviews I found online. Anonymous has said, uh, "Very fun, very real. Watch it. Five stars. Oh, good. Real. Very real. I thought I put my name on that one. <laughs> uh, Jeff B." on the internet said it was okay i for some reason didn't very much enjoyed it but i still liked part of it three stars that's like that's a good sum up of everything i've ever experienced <laughs> oh no information and a typo and david stratton has a review as well um from oh hello david what gives this its distinction is robert downey jr who is terrific three and a half stars from David Stratton. Three and a half from David. Three and a half from David. He's probably right there. Robert Downey yeah. Jr. is is really the the well, yeah. of this movie. The producers didn't want to cast him. Um, could have something to do with all the arrests, mm. but John Favreau <laughs> was like, "No, no, it's got to be him." And apparently, it was because he thought that 
like the Iron Man story is the Robert Downey Jr. story. Yeah, Robert Downey. <gasps> was, not many people know, but he was um, he was Iron Man. <laughs> like, but instead of um, and the Tin Man, <laughs> he yeah. just needed a heart. <laughs> um, but instead of being kidnapped by racially insensitive stereotypes, he was kidnapped by cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> so shall we shall we uh, wind this up with some reviews? With some um, reviews out of how many how many races do you give this movie? Race out uh, of and out, out of how many races? Races. <laughs> I well, I think what's going to be tough with these first few movies is how. And by the way, we've given zero information in this podcast. Um, oh, it's not about that. It's not about that at all. It's like I, I can't not be like very rev- revisionist about it. Like because I did really enjoy. I was eighteen when these movies came out. I, I really love these movies. Well, what about instead of instead of rating them then? Because that's that's how maybe we could put them in order and slowly as we go through the entire MCU, oh, we can, okay, we cool. can slot them in on the ladder. So this is one out of one. Yeah, so that's quite tough to... Yeah, so where on the ladder, race would you like to put Iron Man? Oh, boy. <laughs> out of one? Yes. I'll, uh, I think I'll pop it at number one. Great. I'm going to put it as my best and worst film, Georgia. Yeah, a real highlight thus far. Yeah. <laughs> but did you, I guess, like a way, a lot of these kind of movie podcast like would you watch it again? If this was on TV, mm. I, I feel like I would I would watch this if it was on TV. Yeah. I mean, we watched this quite a while ago um, for this podcast. Yeah. And then mm. thought yesterday, well, maybe we should re-watch it, and we decided not to. Well, so that- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's rules attached to it. like Despite that- having very specific homework. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so that's some, that's some sort of immediate evidence, rules- I guess, that's, that you, in fact, wouldn't. I'm not going to watch it like... Two weeks later, like that's that's right. insane. So it would watch again. Well, maybe but not two weeks later. Yeah, some twelve years later. <laughs> later. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've had a couple of wines. <laughs> would you yeah. watch it again, Georgia? I look. I think I would switch over. I'm afraid. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Seen it. Yeah. I put it. I put it above maths. <laughs> like if that was the other choice. Yeah. Put it, again, put it above doing maths. Not a math. <laughs> Married at first sight. No maths. Oh. I put oh, it above right. married at first sight, but under the bachelor. Even even <laughs> though we are in a relationship, um, and I've already made it very clear that I'm a very gay person, you've just proved yourself to be very straight, Kyron. <laughs> if you would like to to send a review, we'll get to these eventually because you know they've been coming out. But if you'd like to send a review, you can. Four two one one three three two. And we'll add your reviews uh, to the end of these podcasts. And we'll just tally them up as we go along. You know, some of your review of Iron Man might pop up on next week's episode, which is The Incredible Hulk. What are we looking forward to most about The Incredible Hulk? Um, the incredible bits. Oh. Green is my favourite colour. Really? Looking, I'm looking forward to the article, the. Um, <laughs> it doesn't get used enough. Georgia, green, your favourite colour. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, that, should, that, should, that bodes well. <laughs> That'll get me through. It's apparently the first colour that our eyes notice oh. on a spectrum. What would be the go. first green thing you see as a baby? Good news for infants in the way of the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of babies loved this movie. <laughs> we will see you next week. <laughs> Please come back. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.